It says in the Medrash that when Hashem wanted to create Adam, so he first consulted with the Malachim, with the angels. The angels said to Hashem, Ma tivoy, what is man all about? And Hashem responded, His wisdom is greater than yours, greater than the Malachim, greater than the angels. And in order to demonstrate this, Hashem brings the animals, the beasts in front of the Malachim, and he asks them, what are the names of these animals? They don't know how to respond. He brings them in front of Adam. He asks Adam, what is it called? And Adam says, this one's called a shoir, which would be an ox. Zechamoyer, this is a chamoyer, which would be a donkey, and so on. What is the great wisdom to be able to call every animal and beast by its name? The Shalom explains that in the name of each and everything is really hinted the Shoirish, the source, the root in the spiritual realm where it's coming from. Adam Arishan was able to grasp and understand the source of each and every creature according to the source, give it its name. And that exactly was his great wisdom. To use the words of the Shalom, be a Diaz he was able to look at things down here and be able to see the secret of the Merkava, the chariot up above. And as the Magid, the Mizritcher Magid elaborates regarding the concepts of names in Oyer Torah on the Posik in Parshas Bereshis, that every single name that Adamarishan gives to each and every living creature, that's its real name, that's its name, because again, it's connected to its source. Says the Rebbe, we need to understand. In order to be able to grasp and understand the source of each and everything, seemingly this isn't a matter of a ribui chachma about lots of wisdom, rather, the knowledge of what's going on in the Merkava Yoyne is not really so much dependent on how much or how clever, how smart someone is. Rather, it's more to do with how refined he is, how refined his way of understanding and taking things are. In other words, the more refined, the closer to spirituality a person is, the greater and the deeper levels he'll be able to touch. So why are we associating this with Ribu Chachma with lots of wisdom? Question number two. How is it possible to say that the Malachim didn't know what these animals are called? According to the explanation that we just said, the knowledge is related to knowing the Merkava al the secret of the supernal and, and spiritual chariot, which is the source of the Nivroim. Well, the, the Merkava, that's exactly what the Malachim are. The Malachim are part of the Merkava. So the very source and root of the animals and beasts down here below are the Malachim. This is, this is why, as the Al-Tarebbe tells us in Tanya, that the Malachim are actually referred to as Chayos and Behemois. So how could we say that they, the Malachim, did not know the names of the animals down here? Says the Rebbe, it's very difficult to say that since the Malachim are so spiritual and they are in the spiritual realm of the spiritual worlds, that's why they don't know what's going on down here in the physical world. And therefore they didn't know how to call the creatures down here in this lowly world with their proper names. Because if that's the case, then the reason why they don't know it is not showing some sort of deficiency in the Malachim. Hashem is saying, that Adam Rishon is smarter than the Malachim. If anything, it would be showing the greatness of the Malachim, that they're more spiritual, they're more refined, that they don't even have a connection to this world. So why is Hashem expressing it by saying that Adam Arishan is smarter than them? So as the Rebbe, we're going to understand this 
by first explaining the idea that we know that Adam Marishan is calling these names, this is before Chaytei Tzadas, Adam Marishan at the time is still in Ganeiden, in its most perfect state before Chaytei Tzadas, and why was Adam Marishan there? The Pasuk says, Vayanicheyu beganeiden, Hashem put Adam Marishan there, la'avdo l'shamra, to work the garden and to guard it, from which we understand that each and every detail of what Adam Marishan is doing at the time, especially those that are mentioned in the Torah, is certainly part of this general avoida of la'avdo l'shamra. Furthermore, just like in a garden in the physical and literal sense, when a person is working the garden, obviously he's coming to achieve something, to add something to the garden. So too, the Li'avdo, the Shamra of Adam Rishon and Ganeiden is certainly coming to achieve something, to achieve something greater and a higher level of Kedusha within Ganeiden, higher than that which Ganeiden had beforehand. So in our case, the question then is, what is this avoider of calling things by their names? And the Rebbe says, on the contrary, according to what we just explained, really, it would be that Adam Arishan is actually not achieving or being machadesh, coming up with not anything new at all by giving these names. Because really, each one of these creatures are receiving their chayas already, receiving their vitality from their source, even before Adam Arishan comes and calls them by their names. All Adam Arishan is doing, seemingly, is just notifying the correct, Name for each one of these creatures in accordance to its shoyder. So seemingly there was no avoid. Seemingly he's not achieving anything new. Says the Rebbe, because of all of this we must say that understanding the source of something is still not enough that, that based on that we could already just call and say the right names for things. To be able to match and give a name to something. And point number two is that this could be achieved only by Adam Arishayim. And that's why we actually say that Chachmosoy Meruba Mishalachem, that his Chachma is greater than the Malachims. How do we understand this? Says the Rebbe, the explanation is, even though it's true that every Nivra, every creature down here below has a source up above, and as the Razal tell us, there isn't a single blade of grass down here that doesn't have a muzzle, that doesn't have a source up above causing it to grow. And in our case, the example being, that the source of the shoyer, of the ox down here, is coming from the face of the ox in the Merkava. So although that's all true, nevertheless, we know that a nivra creature, a physical creature down here, has absolutely no erich, is completely in no way compared to any, has any value in any way whatsoever to its original shoyerish, to its original source. It's completely nothing compared to its shoyerish. Because when we speak about a hishtalshlus, when we think, speak about something coming down from its source, level by level by level, so even if it comes down many, many levels, nevertheless, ultimately from something ruchnius, you'll never get down to something gashmius. And as we know, that creating the gashmius out of the ruchnius, that's purely only within the ability of Hashem Himself, that's koil yachal, that can do anything. And therefore... Only Hashem could cause that there should be this jump, this leap from the Ruchni is the Kashayresh, that it should come down into the physical thing down here, down below. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand that just by knowing that the source of the Shoyer, the source of the ox, is in the Shoyer of the Merkava, that's still not enough of a reason or not enough even to be able to allow 
that a physical ox down here should be able to have that same name as something as great and high as in the Merkava, the Shoyer, the way it's in the Merkava. Because on their own, the Nivra, the creature, has absolutely no Erech, it's completely incomparable in any way. It's in no way connected to that Shoyerish, to the source. Yes, originally it's coming from there, but there's no connection between these two completely opposite ends. And that's the Chidush of Adam Arishon. When it says, Vayikra Adam Shem, is that Adam Arishon is able to call these names, what's happening is, Koire says that it means he's drawing down, he's revealing, he's bringing about the source of the Nivra that it should come down, that source of the creature to come down into the creature down here, the way it's down here in this world, should be connected with that original source, to be able to see the connection between the source and the creature down here. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why this is all happening specifically in Ganeiden, the Avoida that's in Ganeiden, where Adam Rishon was putly Avdol Shamra. The way creation is on its own, even Ganeiden, which is the best and the highest part of the world, especially Ganeiden, the way it was before the Chait. Still, nevertheless, there's no revealed clear connection between a Nivra, a creature down here in this world, with the source the way it's up above. Because of the great Kedusha in Gan Eden, in fact, can't even tolerate anything bad, any hate. But nevertheless, we're still speaking about an Eretz Lefi Erech somehow, according to Olam Haz of this world. So even in Gan Eden, we don't see necessarily the connection between such lowly things in our world and their source up above. And this is the mile of Adam Rishon. He is achieving something new. He's bringing out the connection between the Vroim creatures down here and their source up above. Furthermore, he's uniting them to the extent that each and every creature down here in this world with now is now going to be called by every single person, even little children, even Ameya Oretz, are going to be able to call this creature according to those words and letters of the Shoirish of the Source up above. Says the Rebbe, now we can understand why it's Adam Rishon specifically able to give these names and not the Malachim. Even though the Malachim know that the shoyrish of this animal down here is up in the Merkava. So for example, the ox is up in the shoyrish of the Merkava. Nevertheless, they didn't have the ability to be able to achieve the connection between the source and the creature down here below. The Rebbe says we know regarding a concept called, the Pasuk says, also in the end of Parshas Bereshis, Hanefilim Hoyu Ba'oretz which according to some means that it was Malachim that had fallen down here to earth. So it's explained that if a Malach comes down here into this world, Nephilim, he becomes a Neufel, he falls down. He actually cannot tolerate and overcome the Yeshus, the feeling of self, and the Chumri is the materialism of our world. So if he comes into this world, he completely falls, off from his, falls down from his level. Because to be inside the world and at the same time to remain connected to Elikos, which is completely higher than the world, a Malach doesn't have the ability to that. To him it's a contradiction, these two worlds. Only a person, the Adam, Adam we know is from the word Adam Adam Le'elyoin. 
which means that man, Adam or Ishan, and so to every Yid is compared to Hashem, who is not limited who includes both. Adam was made He combines both together. Adam is able to combine the Elyon and the Tachta and the higher and the lower, that even in the lowliest place, in the Nivra, the Gashmi, is like a creature, the way it's down here below, should be noticeable and connected with its source, the way it's up above. Says the Rebbe, this is why Hashem says to the Malachim, What's the idea specifically emphasizing this word Chachma? So the Alter Rebbe translates, the Maimur Azalda tells us, Who is a Chacham? One who literally, simply it means, You can see what will be the outcome of something. The Alter Rebbe explains it as meaning that a Chacham is one who looks at something and he could see how it was noilad, how it was born, how it was created, Bidvar Hashem, he sees in every single thing how it's really, where is it originating from? It's coming from the word of Hashem. So yes, Malachim on the one hand with their Chachma, they're able to see the godliness that's clothed already, that's inside the Nivra. But they cannot see the way inside the Nivra down here to be able to see the source all the way up to its highest level, that Malach doesn't have to be, the ability to be able to see. Only Adam Marishan, whose Chachma is greater than theirs, he has the ability to be able to see within the Nivra down here below, he's able to see how it's Meyuchad, how it's absolutely one with the highest source up above. Says the Rebbe, with this we'll also understand why it wasn't enough just to tell the Malachim that Adam Arishan is smarter than them. Rather, Hashem has to demonstrate it to them. He has to show it to them. They have to see how Adam Arishan is practically calling these names. Why? Because such a concept that Adam Arishan has, to be able to combine the Elyon and the Tachtun, is so beyond the comprehension of the Malach, that as long as they don't see it, they would never be able to grasp it and understand it. Says the Rebbe, we're now going to connect all of this to another idea. A similar idea, and the Rebbe is going to explain how it's different. The Rebbe says, we discussed many times, the Medrash tells us that before Matan Torah, there was the Gzeira, that al Yoinim, the ones above cannot come down, the Tachtoinim cannot come down below, the ones below cannot go up above, and a Matan Torah, there was not, it was nullified that decree, and there was the Chibur, the connection between al Yoinim and Tachtoinim. Says the Rebbe, from this we understand, that even though Adam Arishan seemingly did something similar already, even though Adam Arishan already had drawn down the shoirish of the Nevroim, of the creatures down here below, he's already connecting them in a way that, as we said, the name of each creature down here is completely matching and in accordance to its shoirish up above, and therefore in a similar way also the creature itself is in some way aligned with its source up above. Nevertheless, this is nothing in comparison to the chibur, the attachment of Milo and Mato that happens by Matan Torah when there's the bittle of that decree. What's the difference? What's the explanation? Adam Arishan is able to connect the Nevroim, the creatures, with their Shoyne Shemokar, with their source. That means the level of Elikus, the level of godliness that's somewhat already connected with the world. Furthermore, he's able to connect the level of Elikus that's connected to this particular Nivra. In other words, we're speaking about how the Shoir down here, the ox down here, is able to be connected with a very specific level up above, which is the Shoir within the Merkava. Matan Torah, on the other hand, Anoichi Havaya Elikecha, we know that the word Havaya, the name Havaya, Yudke Vavke, is 
referring to the way Hashem is completely beyond the world. Havaya is from the word hoya, hoya, past, present, and future altogether. And Havaya becomes Eloikecha, Eloikecha from the word of Koyach and Chayas, that it becomes your personal Koyach and Chayas of every single year, meaning to say that you're taking this highest level of Elikus and that's becoming integrated within inside the Yid. And therefore it achieves the Chibur of Elikus that's completely higher than the world. In other words, even higher than that which could be a source to the world and the creatures of the world and connecting that with the world. Says the Rebbe, so what happens in Bamat and Torah, what do we see? Once again, Bamat and Torah, the Malachim again cannot comprehend this idea of connecting Milo and Mato. As the Gemara tells us, that the Malachim argue that you have this precious treasure and you want to now give it to a buster of Adam, to a human being. Mo'enosh, what is man that you should even think about him and remember him? To Nahoit Chal give you glory, they say to Hashem, give it to the heavens. In other words, since Torah is so spiritual, so high, how could it come down to a human being? But this is already a whole new question, a whole new uh, difficulty that Malachim are having now, because now we're speaking about even a greater level of Elikus to bring it down here. Only Moshe Rabbeinu is able to sort of get this idea of Matan Torah, in other words, this idea of Bitul Akzeda, of completely nullifying, removing that split between El and Tachtoinim, and really make them completely one. Says the Rebbe, these two ideas of connecting the Elyon and Tachtin on these two different levels. First of all, the avoid of Adam Rishon, which is connecting a Nivra creature with its source, with its root. Then the next level of creating, connecting the Nivra with even the level of Elikus that's completely beyond creation, which is what happens by Matan Torah, are really found also in the individual avoid of every single Yid. The Rebbe says, it's explained in Chassidus, that what's happening in Birchis Kriyashma, we speak about the avoid of the Malachim, how they are saying, Kodesh, etc. And all of this is a preparation to the avoid of Kriyashma. What happens in Kriyashma? We're trying to get to the Ahavtas Hashem Elekecha to love Hashem which means that even our Nefesh Bahamis should come to love Hashem. How is this connected to what we said in Birchas Kriyashma? So we first need to explain to the Nefesh Bahamis that in truth it is not a menage, that it has, it's, it's not in any way in opposition to a Kedusha. Because even the Nefesh Bahamas' own source is in the Malachim, who have this amazing great avoida, barrage, godel with great commotion, etc., etc. And this itself, when we tell the Nefesh Bahamas about this, this itself affects a bitl in the Nefesh Bahamas to Kedusha. That's the explanation of Chassidus. Now seemingly, one could ask, What's going to help explaining to the Nefesh Bahamas about the special greatness of its Shoresh when practically it came down here in the form that it had taken is that it opposes Kedusha. Says, says the Rebbe, this is exactly the point where we said about Adam Arishan before. That all of this was achieved with the power of Adam Arishan. He already started this idea of being able to connect the Nevroim, things the way they're down here, with their root. So then we'll remind the Nefesh Bahamas of its source, yes, it does have an impact that it should have some sort of bitl to Kedusha. But that's all step number one. Now this bitl that the Nefesh Bahamas has by reminding you of its Shoresh, that's still the bitl of within the realm of Nivroid, of what's connected to our world. Because even the Shoresh of the Nefesh Bahamas is still only a Malach. Now even though Malachim, of course, are bottle telikos, but they're still creatures. 
The ultimate idea of the neshama coming down here is that there should be the complete yichud, the complete oneness between the nefesh kis, who is literally a part of Hashem, that it should become one with the nefesh abaham. So it's much more than just the level of malachim. And the ability for this happens now by the next stage by Matan Torah. That is, that when at that point it was completely bottled that gzeira, that separated between El Yoinim and Tachtoinim, in, in the world at, at, uh, at large, this also helps to nullify that bitl agzeda within the person between his al and tachtoinim. Every person is like a little world. So that it should be able to be this yichud between the nefesh kis and the nefesh abahamas. The Rebbe says this is similar to something that the Friedrich Rebbe writes in a letter, that the fact that our physical body is hungry to food, to physical food, is really because there's a godly spark in the food, which the neshama is hungry for. What do we see here? That even in physical, natural things that seemingly have only to do with our guf and our nefesh abahamas are really connected to the neshama to the extent that even the natural hunger of the body is really is expressing the hunger of the neshama. Says the Rebbe, but on the other hand, even though it's true that the tachlis abitl of the nefesh abahamas is achieved through its connection with the nefesh olikis, but there's still something missing. This is still not the ultimate bitter of the Nefesh Bahamas. Because it's still not coming from within the Nefesh Bahamas itself. It's only coming because of the Nefesh Kis being revealed in the Nefesh Bahamas. The Rebbe applies this really to the general idea of our world at large. We know there's the Kavona Hashem wants that it should be a Dira B'Tachtoinim. But the idea is that the Tachtoinim, the lowly world itself, should be a place for Hashem. And not only because of something from the outside that's causing that to happen, but because of the world itself coming from within the world itself. So from this we understand that the bitul that's being accomplished in the world when we draw down the kusra, Torah, and mitzvah, so although, yes, on the one hand, it is being accomplished within the Tachtoinim themselves, they are, in other words, this idea of the, the Xero was bottled between al and the Tachtoinim, and yes, Elikus could come into the world now, but it's still coming from the El Yoinim. It's still not in a way that the Tachtoinim on their own are completely bottled to Hashem. And that's still not the ultimate of Dira B'Tachtoinim. The ultimate Kavana is that there should be both ideas together. On the one hand, yes, there should be the absolute Bitu, B'Tachlis, of the world to Hashem. And at the same time, it should be coming from the world itself. So how does this work? It says the Rebbe, we're going to now understand this based on something that Chassidus says, a famous thing. That really the root, the source of all the doymein tseimeyachai, of all the physical matter really in this world, is coming from oilom a place that's higher than the source of the human being, which comes from oilom And this idea that the shayrish of doymein tseimeyachai is really higher than the medaber, is also expressed practically down here in this world, as it's explained in Chassidus, that the reason why behemoths, why the beasts, have a certain nature of hachna, feeling um, subdued and bitul, which you don't find as much by the person. The Rebbe says, the Rebbe brings regarding this idea of the bitul, the Rebbe brings a puzzle that really says about the gula, but the Rebbe is applying it in a general way. The nar katon, noyeg bami, a little child leading many, many, many beasts together. But it's really all coming because of their shoyrish in this higher world of oilom with there, the bitul is on a much greater level than the bitul in the world of Tikkun, 
or in the words of Chassidus, there the iris, the energy, the godly energy is in a much greater, greater way. Says the Rebbe, and therefore this is the real bitul that's accomplished when we say that a bitul is coming from the world itself. In other words, Torah is Torah oil, Torah illuminates. Torah comes to reveal the truth that really, the fact that the world stands with a sort of bitul to the human race, to the human, to the to, to people. What's the real reason for it? It's really coming because the world itself is coming from a shayrish. In its shayrish, in Olam HaToyu, it has a much greater level of bitul tell, because that's why it's expressed even in the behemoth down here to have that bitul. Says the Rebbe, just like we discussed earlier regarding to Adam Arishan calling the names, two points. Number one, that although the actual vitality in each and every creature is already based on its source, and nevertheless, in order for it to be felt, expressed, sensed in the Nivra, we needed to have a special hamshacha for this to happen by the avoid of Adam Arish, and he is the one that reveals it, he is the one that brings it about. And how does he do it? Point number two, it's through calling the names, when Adam Arish calls them by their names, that's revealing the name, the chayis, that's connected to the shayrish of each and every Nivra. Says the Rebbe, similarly, and with a kalvachoymer, how much more so, this is true regarding this bitul that we're speaking about, that the doimim tzimei has, because of its source in the world of Toyu. Again, two points. Number one, there really needs to be a special koyach and avoida to allow that this should be sensed and felt, that, the, that this bitul that they have is really coming because of its bitul, that, that, that in its source, in Oilom Toyu, there's a tremendous bitul telikos, and number two, that the way we connect the doimim tzemeachai down here with their source and Olam is again going to be connected with this idea of the name, which the name is always the channel that connects something with its shayrish. So the Rebbe explains how this works. The Rebbe says, we see that the Rebbe Maharash elaborates the great Arichos and the Maimorim of a hundred years before the Rebbe said this sikha. The Rebbe says the sikha in Tavshin Lamed Beis, and the Rebbe is referring to my Morim of the Rebbe Maharash of Tav Reish Lamed Beis. And there he speaks about the tremendous bitul that is in Oilom Atoyu. And he explains that even the fact that we know that there's a certain great toik of a certain great strength, power in Oilom Atoyu, and as a result of that, in fact, there was a Shviris Akelim because there was too much of this energy expressed in the Psukim of Ayimloich Vayomos that there is ruling in a very, very strong way, but then immediately expiring. But really, even that itself is not as a result of Yeshus chas v'shalom, but on the contrary, that itself is really coming, the toik of that strength is really coming because of the great connection that Oilam Atoyu has with the Ein Soif, who is the true Yesh, who is the true existence. In other words, because it's so connected to Hashem, that's why it itself has that real power. And the Rebbe Maharaj goes on to explain this, and he says that it's connected with the idea that Oilom Atoyu is many times called by the name Behemoth. And he says, the word Behemoth, if we look at the word Behemoth, so we could read it as Ba, Be'ez Hey is Ba, and then Ma. Now Ma we know generally, in Chassidus often we speak about Ma being the idea of Bitul. Ma means like, what, what is it? It's an expression of Bitul. So Ba, Ma. Now, the world of Tikkun is usually associated with man, with Adam, as opposed to Behemoth. Now, Adam is begematria ma. It has a numerical val- value of ma, but it's only a gematria. It doesn't say it in the word. 
Says the Rebbe, because in the world of Toyu, the Bitul, the Ma, to the real Yesh, to Hashem, is in a more revealed way. So that's why it says, Bo Ma, you clearly see that it's Ma, in its very essence, as opposed to the Adam, is only Begematria Ma, it doesn't have the Bitul in such a clear way. Says the Rebbe V'yashloimar, to explain this idea, we know that the first things we need to look at things in their simple meaning. Now simply you look at, a, you look at the word behemoth, that's the name of the species of animals down here in this world. So from this we understand when we, that when we say the word behemoth is boma, is not only in the world of toyu, but also down here in the behemoth, down here in, in this world. And as said before, that it's specifically in the behemoth down here that we see this concept of bitl, a certain level of submission. And that's again, why? Because of its shoydish and the world of toyu that has this form of bitl. Says the Rebbe, nevertheless, because our world, we call it an oilam, the word oilam is more helam vahester, concealment. So therefore, even this idea the actual fact that the bitul of the animals is coming because of the bitul in its source, see, even that's concealed in our world. And in fact, it could even happen that those nevroim themselves, these very creatures themselves that are coming from Oilam Atoyu, could end up showing some sort of strength in opposition against man, which is of course against Yidin, Atem Kri and Odom, the Yidin that are compared to Hashem, so Chaz V'Shom, they can be in opposition to the man and Telikus. Says the Rebbe, and this is why the Rebbe Maharash comes along and explains in detail in a Maimar Chassidus. What's a Maimar Chassidus? A Maimar Chassidus means, in other words, the re- revelation of Pnimi Yisatoida down here in this world. So the Rebbe Maharash comes along and explains that the great beetle of Olam Atoyu is connected with what? With the name Behema. Because by at- saying this, that itself is the way he's drawing down and revealing the Pnimius of the name of the Behema down here in our world. So that the Teva of Bittl, the Pnimius, is really the Bittl of its source to the true Yesh, and that's the translation of Behema, Boma. In other words, Rebbe Marash himself, by saying this, was revealing it in the Behema, in the Gashmis, the things down here in this world. Says the Rebbe, so therefore, once the Toikev, we realize that even the strength of its Shoirish is all coming from the tremendous Bittl to Hashem, to the Yesh Amiti. So therefore, in truth, it's not possible that Chaz V'Shalom, anyone should be a true opposition to the Odom, to Yidin, Atom, Kriyin, Odom, and Adraba. On the contrary, the world itself sends the greatest bitul to assist the Yid until the world becomes a permanent dira for Hashem to the very, very essence of Muhusayi Vatz Musayi Zborich.